Hello, uh, listeners. Welcome once again to Go Your Own Way, the podcast where we go our own ways, or rather argue about which way all of us should go, and then go that way. Ha! <laughs> uh, <laughs> with me is, uh, Jen. Hi! Hello! Uh, Peter is not here because he's spending time with his family or some other dumb bullshit. <laughs> Peter abandoned us. Right. Right. We're getting close to the 100th episode, which we're going to have to wait for him for. Oh, goodness. Obviously. Yeah. Like, I'd be bummed if we did the 100th episode without him. We can't do that. Yeah. Uncool. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> last time, yeah, we did a story based on the uh, Cantina Band, chosen by you. Yeah. Wasn't that great, how that turned out? <laughs> it was a little weird, but it kind of worked. Um, called Dusty Death in D Minor. This one is called The Assassin's New Tune, which is certainly a little less forced. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Uh, our description is, all it takes is one time. In Cantina Band, Dusty Death in D Minor, you played Friggin' Dawn of the, oh, Dawn, I guess, <laughs> of the Star Wars galaxy. While investigating the suspicious death of your brother, you stumbled upon an illegal scheme to create an army of assassin droids. Despite your wishes to remain obscure and uninvolved, evil holds a relentless grudge. Now you must join the fight to destroy the droids and their creators, or face the consequences. In the last epic, you risked it all to solve the mystery of your brother's murder. This time, you will be able to stifle the assassin's new tune. And live to play your own symphony? <gasps> and there are three possible winning endings. Okay. And this this one has three authors? I think the only other I th didn't the other one only have two. I think so. Uh, so uh, this is Joe Rose, Marseille, and F Mage of Kings. Goodness. Yeah, I don't know why they left out the E. I don't know. On the that's bizarre. Maybe but, there's yeah. another Mage of Kings and. And then, so, like, one guy was like, oh, I want to be the Mage of Kings. And then, like, so that was taken. And so this guy's like, no, I'm the Mage of Kings, but the Mage of Kings. The Mage of Kings. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's better than Andy adding, like, random numbers to the end of your name. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's almost always, like, a sign that you have just zero, uh imagination that's right i'm just like well i'll just jab some numbers in there until it lets me Ugh. Ugh. all right are we ready we are ready okay it's a cold dusty night you're fast asleep in the midst of a nightmare don't make a sound you open your eyes to see a blaster pointed at your head the speaker, under the cover of darkness, is a dark shadow. What's 
Jesus. Fear envelops you. A fear so real that you know that this nightmare is real. Pure terror has a tight grip. You can't even scream as the mysterious attacker fires his weapon. Merits is 150. I don't know what that means. Nope. I don't think we had merits last time, did we? No, we did not. Okay. And you wake up. Ha. Uh, you wake up to darkness. <gasps> More darkness! Oh, no. Shadowy images surround you. It appears that you are in the ruins of an ancient palace filled with the eerie remains of lost luxury and unfeeling brutality. Am I in hell, you wonder? Must be. But have I completely forgotten how but the last one ended? Is there a hell in the Star Wars universe? I don't think they ever discuss, like, the afterlife aside from Jedi's getting to be one with the Force. Right. Force ghosts. Right. Yeah. You think normal people don't go be one with the Force? No, I don't think so. I think you have to be, like... I think you have to be... Well, I don't think you necessarily have to be a Jedi, but you have to be strong with the Force. Yeah. Just kind of a... Did they light kind of Padme system. on fire? Did they? I, think I they don't did. know. I don't know. Did they light her on fire? Listeners, if you know if they lit Padme on fire or not. Right, yeah. <laughs> did she get a Viking funeral? Let us know. Uh... Yeah, that's actually a really shitty system. Like, if right? you're not lucky enough to be born with enough midichlorians, you just die. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. That's mean. That's not cool. It's not even really based on merit. Because presumably the Sith get to be one with the Force as well. They're just, you know, big douchebags about it. Oh. That's terrible. Yeah, that's rough. That's not good. Alright, well. So. That devil. Yep. Yeah. You gaze upon the figure above you and you see Fett, Boba Fett. You utter his name silently as you think of what you are going to do. Oh, not a thing. It. Not a thing you can actually do, by the way. Uh, yeah. Utter something silently. Yeah, doesn't doesn't really work that way. Yeah. No. You can kind of, like, move your mouth silently in the shape of the words. Yeah. But uttering means you made a fucking sound. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can try to attack, do nothing, or yell and curse. Uh, maybe we should do nothing, because maybe he hasn't noticed that we woke up yet. Right, like, yeah. I think that's I think that's a good idea. I think it's as good a an idea as I can come up with. So, <laughs> <laughs> Fett commands. Tell me what you know about the IG eighty eight droids working for Zuckus. We can say and do nothing, or yell, "You're not getting anything out of me." Oh, we don't want to rile him up, do we? He's Boba Fett, most dangerous bounty hunter in the galaxy. Yeah, and. As of right now, there's no reason to think he's actually after us, right? Like, right. He clearly seems to be after the droids, which we are also after. Yeah, we could work together. Yeah. 
Yeah. So let's stick with doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I know you've encountered them, snarls Svet. You're wasting my time with your games. Drawing his weapon, the bounty hunter aims. So we can answer him, tell him nothing, or run for it. Yes, we just answer him? Yeah, I think so. Because, like, once someone has a gun out and pointed at you, generally in the time it's going to take you to turn and run, you're going to get shot. Yeah. Sudden movements gunmen do not like. Yeah. Death or cooperation? With little hesitation, you choose the latter. Okay, here's what I know. Quickly, you tell Fett everything. Of the speeder crash, of discovering the needles, of meeting Treem Shenyei. Sh- Shit. Treem Shenyei. And his valuable information on Zuckus, Forlom, and the illegal IG-88 assassin droids. So... Really, I have no interest in this scheme. The whole situation was very... You notice Fett's impatient glare. Apparently he's not wearing his helmet. Oh. So this is like... Uh... Whatchamacallit? Clone Fett. Oh, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Taking the hint, you shut up. Looks like I have a task to accomplish, Fett says, and I can spare no more time for you. Wasting no more time, the bounty hunter fires his EE-3. What a dick. What? But it misfires! Fett's shot misses its target, your skull! However, there's no time to celebrate your good fortune. You dash with adrenaline-induced speed to safety. The medley of Fett's jetpack and firing blaster pound inside your head. Is there any hope we can run? Oh, our merits are now 225. <gasps> Ooh, maybe we are going to heaven. Maybe. Maybe. <gasps> so we can run or fight. Hmm. I don't know if we'd be good fighters, man. Right? We are just a musician. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I was really hoping we could cooperate, and maybe if we fight, it'll be one of those, like, oh, you've overpowered me, maybe we can work together. But (laughs) running for it... (laughs) Running for it kind of seems like the better option. I think so. We are are not fighters. Yeah. Okay. Run for it! Fett swiftly flies into the air. Blaster bolts whiz past from all corners of the ancient temple. Old massive statues burst into pieces as you flee. Crazed and filled with adrenaline, whatever that is. Hmm. Adrenaline. Adrenaline. That's not how you spell that word, man. (sighs) Okay. Then, as Fett lands in front of you and aims precisely for your skull, Doom rears its horrid head. Suddenly, you fall into a nightmare of complete darkness. The Relentless Night. You fall hard. Pain envelops you as quickly as the sudden, unceasing darkness. At least you're safe and alone. Clash! Clee! Cling! Or not. You silently search the cold, dusty floor for anything that could possibly inflict pain on a potential threat. You find a very menacing twig. But will it be enough to defeat whatever's coming? Well, you're about to find out. The attackers. 
A blur, the sound of someone cocking a gun, then a few more kirks and the figure, no wait, figures appear. Dun dun dun. They're armed. Great. Also, in the future, what do you need to cock on a gun? It's right! A it's a blaster. You don't cock blasters. Yeah. Like, there's there's absolutely no reason for there to be, like, a hammer. <laughs> right. Right. Because that's for the gunpowder, and obviously a blaster's not using gunpowder. This guy's thinking to present day rather than future Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Like, you might have to click off a safety, but... You don't need to cock anything. <sighs> Why is there no better weapon than a bloody twig? An invisible compulsion pushes you against the wall. You hear a jetpack fire up. What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? <laughs> We're back. You see the two people who, not so long ago, saved your neck and helped you solve the mystery of your brother's death. The marksman good-naturedly slaps you on the back. We pulling you out of trouble again, he says. Wish we had more time to catch up. The lady Jedi Knight steps forward, raising her lips into a soft, elegant smile. Nice to see you, Da'an, but we have to get down to business. Did we know she was a Jedi previously? No. Yeah. Surprise. I don't think we knew that. Surprise! This is from our preview previous game. If you have no clue what we're talking about, try different paths in our previous game. I guess we must not have chosen the most optimal winning path. Clearly not. But whatever. The plan! Zuckus has a factory making his army of IG-88s. Located at the abandoned Sandcrawler, the Lady Knight explains, it won't be long before he uses the droids to carry out every evil scheme. Look, kid, the sniper interjects. Point is, there's a whole army of assassins at the control of a bloodthirsty, ruthless, scummy, screwed-up son of a... The point is, the Lady Knight says heavily, will you join the fight? I mean, yes, right? I I guess so. Like, I feel like, no thanks. It's gonna be, well, you go back to the cantina and everything is crappy. Like, Yeah, instantly. It's like the way to go. Yeah. Welcome aboard, kid, the sniper says. The Lady Knight flashes a smile before disguising it with a somber mask. You'll start right away, she explains. First, we need more recruits. A strong army is crucial. We find loyal, sharp, and brave mercenaries to defeat the assassins. That's harder than it sounds, the sniper interjects. He tosses you a hologram projector. This'll show you the potential recruits. Choose wisely, and good luck. I guess Ooh, we our... now have a hologram projector and a list. Well, we do go indeed. To the list. <laughs> and our merits is now 425. Oh my. Yeah, we are going up. Uh so the list is in the form of the name, the leader, and then the species. Mm. Okay, so then it's the name of the organization, then the leader of the organization. So they're not individual mercenaries. I guess. I guess. So we have the Lyrin Legion, led by Lyrin Karin, who is Bith. I, aren't we Bith? I believe well? we are also Bith. Okay. Uh, Muftox Militia, 
led by Muftok, surprisingly enough, hmm. which is Tall's. Also slightly racist that these are all racially or speciesly uh, divided. Like, you would think that there would be at least one or two mixed Probably. mercenary companies. Uh, so, Tequil's tribals, led by, again surprisingly, Tequil, who are Snivian. Murin's mercenaries, led by Obron Metio, not Murin, but they are Murin the species. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Shug's superior services, led by Shug Nynx, who are Corellian and Thelin. And the Spy Guys, led by Koth Milan, who are Bothan. So, I mean, obviously not the Bothans, right? Because they're just... Yeah, they're just gonna die. We know this. Yeah. Uh, should we try and use the hologram? Maybe that'll give us some more information. I think so. Yeah, we really don't have much. The site says the item cannot be used here. Well, fuck you then. Um... And see, I wish I knew more about Star Trek species, because I really don't. And by Star know. Trek, do you mean Star, Star Wars? Wars? Star Wars, I mean. Oh, no. <laughs> I actually wish these were Star Trek species, because I know them a lot better than the Star Wars species. Right. Like, I pretty much know Wookiees, Ewoks, and Huts, and that's like it. Mm, well... Han Solo is a Corellian, as in he's from right. the planet Corellia? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess Shugnings is probably mostly more or less humans. Probably. Do we, do we ever even see a Bothan? Nope. Do we know what Bothans even look like? Uh, nope. Alright, so I'm kind of thinking either go with the Bith, because we're a Bith, and maybe that'll get us some points, or with Tequil's Tribals, because I just sort of like Tequil's Tribals, isn't it? <laughs> it is a pretty good name. We just don't have a whole lot to go on here. <laughs> no. I guess let's go with the Tribals. Let's see what happens. Okay. Alright. Hopefully they're not horrible. Mm. Okay, we gained an item tall called Tequil's Allegiance. Uh, it looks like a piece of paper, but if I try to use it, I can't, and I can't read it, so okay. Okay. Oh, and we got five more merits, so we're at 430 now. Hooray. You found allies. You've carefully selected recruits. You've joined the fight. There's no turning back. There's a storm brewing. Dun dun dun. And our merits is now at 480. Yay. So we can save the game or move along. I feel like we should save the game if it offers us the option. Right. Move along. Okay. You return to the Lady Knight and the Sniper, displaying your draftee selection. Very well, Da'an, the Lady Knight says, scanning the list. You try to read her expression to see if she approves of your choices, but the Lady's face is indifferently smooth and calm. 
I'll inform the recruits while you two go get weapons. We're out of here, the sniper exclaims. Where are we going to go look, kid? So we can go to the black market or a small store in Mos Eisley. Hmm. I guess... The small store? No, the black market. Alright. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards black market as well. I also love how in, like, fiction, there's always, like, a black market, as opposed to what the black market is generally, which is a weird, loose network of people who will totally sell you illegal things. It's not like you go to the black... It's not like there's a white market, and then right next to it is a black market. Mm Mm-hmm. Not usually how it goes. Okay, you decide that the black market would be the best. Being a risky gambler and such, you have no trouble fitting in. Tree, I assume he means three, blasters catch your eye. They are the DEMP2, the E11 blaster rifle, and the holdout blaster. So I assume the holdout blaster is like a little, uh, like Derringer blaster, which seems not great. Probably not. Didn't, um... Didn't Boba Fett have an E-11 blaster rifle? Yeah. So maybe that's a good one to go with? Because I don't... What's maybe, a but he missed. That's true, he did. A bunch. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm gonna cheat and Google D-E-M-P-2 <laughs> because you know there's a Star Wars wiki out there. There's gotta be. That will tell me what it is. Oh my god, just do the search. What are you doing, computer? Oh, I wonder if it's an EMP rifle. Oh, interesting thought. That would disable the droids, right? Yeah. Hmm. The Destructive Electromagnetic Pulse 2 Ion Carbine, or DEMP2, fired high-power ion bursts capable of disabling electrical systems and stunning organic targets. Well, we should probably go with that one. I, I guess so. Yeah, that seems like... That seems pretty good to me. Yeah, let's do that. Well, thank you, Google. And compulsive Wicca people everywhere. Hmm. You point over to the DEMP2. You look at it more closely and realize the great craftsmanship. You can't pass it up. Our merits are now 530. Yay. We are just cranking out the merits. (laughs) Okay. You decide that the black market would be the best being a risky gambler, blah, blah, blah. Wait, can we take all of them? Is that what's happening? Is that what's happening? It, it looks like it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I've taken them all, and now we get to keep going. All right. And our merits are now 630. Yeah. Who knows what that means, but... Oh, heavy weaponry. Uh, okay. Thermal detonator. Thermal detonators are highly unstable grenade-like weapons used primarily by bounty hunters and mercenaries. The material used is called beradium, which is a highly unstable compound prone to explosions. They cause enormous damage by initiating a fusion fusion reaction upon detonation, with a blast radius of 20 meters or more. 
Some detonators have an even greater radius, although stormtroopers carry miniature 5-meter ones. Thermal detonators have the unique ability of creating a blast that only goes as far as its blast radius. After that, the blast field collapses, and anything even slightly beyond the blast radius is left unharmed. Sure, that doesn't make any sense, but okay. <laughs> Packard Mortar Gun. A mortar gun is, as the name suggests, a man-portable indirect fire weapon. It's relatively short range, but it has a high rate of fire and is able to hit targets on the far side of obstructions. In general, it is very powerful against all armored vehicles. Again, not how mortars work. Probably not. Yeah, no. Like, a short-range mortar? Doesn't make any sense. Rail, I mean, it's short compared to, like, a howitzer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Rail charge launchers fire bullets or pellets at an exceptionally high velocity via magnetic acceleration from alternating polarity superconducting rails. This particular launcher can also fire guided mini-missiles, hmm. which seek targets after being launched. Because of their speed, this tracking is only accurate at long range. And flash detonators, much like real-life flashbang grenades, flash detonators emit a blinding flash of light and ear-piercing noise in a contained radius, temporarily stunning and disorienting targets. And it does look like we can only choose one of these. Okay. I mean, so I would, I would pick the mortar guy. You want to pick the mortar? I think, I think mortars are cool. I'm down with that. All right. I used to have a video game. I don't even remember what it was called. It was like... It was some combination of heavy metal and gear. I don't know. Um, but, like, it was one of the very few video games where you could choose a uh, mortar for your mm -hmm. big mech to have. And, oh my god. There was a guided version so there were multiple levels where I could just, like, pour guided mortars into whatever the area was that we were supposed to be, and they couldn't have, they'd never even get close to me. I'd just kill everyone with mortars. Oh, man. And then go do whatever I wanted to do was the best thing ever. <laughs> All right. Wait here. I need to grab one thing, the sniper says. He comes back with a very large box. What's in there, you ask? It's chitin armor, he replies. Huh? Chitin is the heaviest of the bone-style armors. Its visor also enhances your vision, he replies curtly. Now let's get out of here. And we get our chitin armor. Alright. Do we need to use the chitin armor to put it on? It's a good question. Oh, I hit use. And then it and... Br brings you into a thing. Yeah. Oh no. Okay, you reach into your heavy backpack, pulling out the chitin armor. You unstrap the headpiece, remembering what the sniper said about the enhanced vision it gives you. Yor, flip the helmet over and slam it on your head. You can't see perfectly, but it's good enough. Good enough to find that sniper. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't have slammed it on our head. Yeah. Maybe we should have... Gently. Put it on our head, yeah. <laughs> maybe adjusted it <laughs> okay 
So, we have no idea where we are, and we can either go left, go right, go straight, or go inside a building. Well... I don't know. Yeah, it, there's, like, no context here, so... Which building? Right? Any? Uh, just a random building? It seems like it. I mean... I don't know. Building? Sure. It's just as good right. as anything else. Old parts crunch under your feet as you enter. So much for being quiet, you think. A blend of grease and dust fills the air. The stifling stench throws you into a coughing fit. Damn, you curse. You hate this godforsaken place already. But there's turning back. I think they mean no turning back. <sighs> Squinting, you notice a staircase in the back of the room. It's weathered, worn, and calloused. While the stairs aren't exactly inviting, they may lead to better shelter. So we can go upstairs or sit tight. Hmm. Let's go upstairs. I agree. Let's do it. You go to the back of the shop and climb the staircase. The dry wood screeches painfully with every step. You hear a crack from the wood you lay your foot on. You step back, another crack, and you start to run, but it's too late. You fall, but unlike at that ancient temple with Fett, there's no flat surface, only jagged pieces of wood and rusty service droids. You end up impaled, dead just seconds after you fall. You lost, but you're but you rate and leave a comment on your story or play for the Oh my god. Oh my god. What the hell? What happened to that sentence? I I don't know. And what the fuck, man? What is it with Star Wars armor and being utterly ineffective? Ha. <laughs> like what's the point of armor if it can't even Right? Save you from falling onto like rusted parts from Five feet up. Terrible armor. Awful. Awful. Alright, let's go back. Ha! <laughs> okay, do we want to go all the way back, or do we want to just sit tight in let's the Let's try just sitting tight. Alright. Trying to get comfortable, you lean against a stack of old service droids. What are we doing? Are we taking a nap? Seems like it. <sighs> there is a noise! Oh, no. You hear a noise coming from the passageway to your left. There's also a small red light in it. Wondering if it's the sniper, you get up and go to passageway. The sniper didn't, like, tell us his motherfucking plan? Guess not. What is going on? The armor doesn't have a fucking radio in it? <sighs> Suddenly the light moves. It's heading toward you. You're so shocked you can't move. Add then... A beam of light revealing a familiar face. A flash of purple, vaguely familiar. You hear a movement, and then the lights are turned on. You see the sniper with an apologetic look on his face. Sorry, he says. The Jedi makes a motion to follow her. The sniper flips open a hatch hidden in the wall, and there's a keypad. He starts typing. Seven. Three. Hmm. Wait, the Jedi says. Ba-oom! Oh, no. Uh-oh. That's not good. The sniper's body flies back and hits the wall. His body is burnt a third of the way through from his chest down to his knees. 
I wish I would have saw that sooner. Then he wouldn't have sprung their trap, the Jedi says solemnly. Whose trap, you ask? Forlom's and Zuckus's, of course, she says. I wish I would have seen that sooner, thanks. Great. Yeah. Even at this sad moment, you must move on. The Jedi, not bothering with the shattered wall panel, quickly quickly cuts off the door. Come on, she says. We've got to get the mercenaries and leave. You remember one important thing, the weapons. You reach in the sniper's backpack, and the only thing left is the, well, the credits and his rifle. Huh. Loot the body. Loot the bodies! In real life, you're sad when your friends die. In games, you're like, well, what's he got on? Yeah. I would also like to point out that instead of mercenaries, it was mercenaries. <laughs> yeah, it was. So I guess they're birds? Dude, they're canaries that are mermaids. Ooh, mer-canaries. See? See? I mean, how could you think of anything else when faced with the word mercenary? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's kind of cute. Yeah. I assume fish bottom, bird top? Uh, yes. Okay, all right. You see the group of soldiers you've selected. I'm sorry. The bad guys put a trap on the door to the mercenaries we hired? Oh, no. That can't be good. That, that doesn't make any sense. Are you him, one of the soldiers asks? You know these people want to see the proof. And the credits. So I guess we show them the allegiance. Yeah. And the money. What? Show us the money. It won't let me... Won't let me... Won't let me what use it. Money? Uh, okay. So we hit the plan. Oh, but... Okay, so if you hit the plan... Okay. The allegiance and the money go away. Oh, that's... Okay. I guess that's one way to do it. Yeah. I guess that works. Tequil reaches out for the paper. Wait a minute, Tequil is here? Did we not make the deal with him? Tequil's our guy. Yeah. He I mean, should have understand. known it was us. Yeah. What the fuck? Dick. <sighs> Tequil reaches out for the paper. He scans it and quickly puts it away. He takes the money and hands it to a tan-colored Twi'lek, wearing long armored robes standing behind him. Here's the plan, the Twi'lek says. We'll have our forces go in. Mm. Uh, so we have two groups, one main and the second to sneak in the factory. One large group to attack them unexpectedly and violently. Three groups, one to snipe, one to fight closer, and one set of reinforcements. Hmm. I like the idea of one main and one sneaking. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I feel like three is too many. Probably. It's too many groups. Yeah. All right. We'll go with that. Ooh, and our merits is seven fifty now. Ooh. It's pretty easy to get merits. I'm just saying. Hmm. Uh, 
Uh, let's go then, says the Twi'lek. Let's go to war! The rest have the mercenaries make random noises. Each seems to be different words and different languages. Is it just me or has the writing, like, just taken a nosedive in the last couple pages? It really has. Okay. Alright. I'm glad I'm not crazy. Uh, you, you're probably crazy, but for other things. <laughs> Fair enough. You head out of the room and you notice the first of the two sun has just reached the horizon. Now is the time to strike. So for Tatooine, I did save. But for Tatooine! <laughs> Sunset atop a cliff. God damn it. A beautiful scene soon to turn gruesome. You and your small group of stealth operatives start heading east to take the alternate path down the cliff. As you reach the destination, you calm the Jedi. We did have a calm! Fucking hell. Ugh. We're in position, you tell her. Let's get going then, she says almost sarcastically. You tell your troops to head down the rocky slope as soon as you see the two snipers shoots from the cliff to the west to take out the two guard droids. You can hear the siren as you and your operatives slide along cliff face now in enemy territory. The battle's raging as you approach the entrance. One of your troops is taken out by stray fire. You send in four of your now eleven troops to head into the plant first. You set the signal on your comm and go in with the rest of your loyal mercenaries. You head in and see already several debt packs in place. Two dead troops and three destroyed turrets. Whatever those are. Mm -hmm. The rest of your troops place their debt packs and start to leave. You're about to put yours down and check the plant one final time when suddenly dun, dun, dun. several shots go off. Dun dun dun! Several shots go off. Four troops dead. Flames burst up in the entrance, killing three more. It's you and one last troop. I'm sure he enjoys being referred to as troop. Hmm. He heads for a panel on the wall, probably to try and turn off the flames. But then... Okay, the showdown. Okay. I don't know how we got here. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. The mercenary is struck down mercilessly. Ooh, that was good. Mm -hmm. That's good. I like that. By a vibroblade to the neck by Forlom and Zuckus close behind. I enjoy how Zuckus's name has suddenly changed its spelling. Yeah. Come out, friggin'. We know you're here. Forlom starts burning the dead bodies and spraying most of the factory in the flame, destroying several of the debt packs. Flame is generally not an ideal way to get rid of explosives. Probably not. Though I, I know you can burn C4, and it's fine. Mm. Well, I mean, toxic. Oh. But it won't explode. That's good. Yeah. We're coming, Zuckus says menacingly. And the truth was, they were coming. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I can't take it. It's so bad. Oh, man. So we have two options. Order the Jedi to blow up the debt packs, or try to shoot them with our holdout blaster, completely ignoring our five... Yeah. Well, our four other perfectly effective weapons. Yeah. 
Should we try and use one of the other weapons? I don't... I don't know. Like... What about the mortar? What if we mortar someone? Or we could try an EMP? I don't want to just use a blaster rifle. That's yeah, let's just use our blaster. We have it. All right. The holdout or the rifle? Uh, the holdout. All right. Try to shoot them with your holdout blaster. You figured it's now or nothing. You better make these seven shots count. Why does it only have seven shots? Mm. You quickly jump from behind the pillar, pulling off four shots, two of which hit Forlom's shoulder. Zuckus, thinking reinforcements came, starts to run to a concealed exit. You fire your two more shots, and amazingly one hits him, but in the foot, and he's able to hobble out to his ship. You aim your last shot at the control panel, completely demolishing it. The fire shuts off, and you run out of the doorway and calm the Jedi to blow everything up. Fast. I'm really confused about this fire. Were... Was there just flamethrowers connected to a control panel? Maybe very confused you see the battle was won and you also see Zuckus's ship flee you have successfully stifled the assassin's new tune woo we won woo! we did the miracle be calm go you with the holdout blaster <laughs> you have injured Zuckus, killed Forlom destroyed most of the factory and all known droids and was able to keep your life who writes that sentence and was able to keep your life and just leaves it. I, I don't. Who does that? I don't understand. And our merits were 1100. Hmm. Which is not bad. It's not bad. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, we only died once. Yeah. We did so good. That's pretty good for us. Yeah. Did not die except the one time. Right? Mm hmm. Okay, I kind of want to go back and see what happens. See if it'll let it, me use any other weapons besides the holdout. Yeah. Blaster. Just in case. No. 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 Oh, don't don't use the chitin armor. <laughs> no. Does it kill you? No, it brings you back to when you put it on. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow, it does. That's super weird. Yeah. That is bizarre as hell, man. Okay. And if we order the Jedi to uh, blow up the jetpacks, mm. or the jetpacks. Yeah. We, we die. We die. But we get the same merits. So, it's not that bad. No. Yeah. Alright, not bad. Not bad at all. So I guess there's one more winning ending, because I think that one counted as a winning ending as well when we died. Yeah, I think so. But, but I don't think we want to, I don't think it's worth going back. <laughs> to wherever we would need to go back. I, I bet yeah. we have to go all the way back and choose a different plan. It would have to be pretty plan. far. Yeah, I bet we have to go all the way back to the Twi'lek. Oh. Ugh. No, thank you. No. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. 
uh, you can find us on Facebook or iTunes or Patreon. Patreon. I always forget how we've decided to say that. I don't know. <laughs> or uh, Twitter. You can pretty much search Go Your Own Way podcast on any of those and we will come up. That's right. It's really the best way to get through those in a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> at the end. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got any parting messages? Uh, um, no. <laughs> well, goodbye then. Bye.